Hello there, everyone. Welcome back to the 1894 podcast. We are back after another match, uh, and this weekend it was QPR nil, Bristol City nil. And honestly, the quicker I forget about that game, the better, because I don't really want it to clog, clog up my memory. Um, I am, as usual, with Matisse. Matisse, how are you doing? I'm not doing too bad. I, I did head down to um, Loftus Road for the game and yeah, very, very disappointing. I mean, I, I went down there a few years ago. A lot of people remember that famous Naki Wells last minute winner, but it was nowhere near as entertaining as that. And yeah, with Liam, Liam Manning's first game in charge, very dull, lacklustre, nothing really going. I think two, two shots in target in the whole game. I, d- I didn't think QPR got one in the end, but yeah, barely any chances, really dull. Um, but yeah, one of those games. Yeah, just just lacking complete, just lacking anything really. Just a very very dull game. Um, Defenses on top uh, for sure. Uh, this was the Bristol City eleven. Uh, it was relatively similar. I thought one major surprise, and that was no Taylor Gunn Hickman. Uh, so it was Max O'Leary. Tanner, so it's a back four. Tanner, Dickie, Viner, Pring, uh, Knight, James Captain, Andy Vyman started, um, and we'll talk about him as well in a bit. Um, Anis Mometi, who in the week was, you know, kind of, uh, well, uh, a couple of news reports came out that Manning wanted to sign him at Oxford. Um, so hopefully he does well. Uh, he started uh, in Manning's first game. Conway up top, Mark Sykes. Uh, on the right, uh, quickly on the QPR lineup, it was Begovic in goal. He's the captain as well. Uh, Kenneth Powell, uh, Dim- Jimmy Dunn, Steve Cook, Osman Kaikai. That's the back four. Dizelle, Field, Colback in midfield. Uh, Smith, uh, Lyndon Dykes and Chris Willock up top. No Ilias chair. He was uh, suspended. So that's a big, big threat already mm-hmm. gone for QPR. Um, just generally, because there's not really a lot to talk about. What we, What are your thoughts on that? that 90 minutes because there's literally no period where I'm going, oh, Bruce City are piling the pressure on here that, you know, we really look like we're going to score. There's no real period apart from maybe the last, you know, 15, 25 minutes apart from that. Yeah, I, I'd say towards the end, but for, for yeah, firstly on the lineup, um, obviously, yeah, Manning's first um, 11 that he's put out. Um, like you said about these rumours of him wanting to sign Mimetti, I really think, obviously, right now, Mimetti is not where we want him to be as a signing. We signed him, it's come near coming up to a year now. Um, he's not really performed and he wasn't really playing a lot um, under Pearson in, well, in the last few months to the start of the season. Um, but if we can utilise what he can bring to games, he can really be a quality player. But yeah, interesting to see him in the starting lineup, and then obviously Conway up front and everything else is pretty normal uh, other than, yeah, Gardner Hickman. Um, but yeah, for... Go on. No, no, you go. Um, yeah, for the first half, I, I don't think I have one thing to say on it. To be honest, there, there was literally nothing. I thought we it was a pretty even game. To be honest, no side was completely dominating. Um, QPR fans were pretty poor as well. I don't think we were great either, but um, it was pretty quiet. Nothing happening, and then sunset so it turned light Wait, to dark so about, quickly. Are you, are you talking about QPR fans or Ash, are you talking about Ashton Gate? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, but, to be okay, fair, if we, if we are not the fan base to go ahead and complain about home atmospheres because yeah. ours is just 
hopelessly bad. Um, yeah. But yeah, Taylor Garn-Hickman was not included. I thought that was a bit of a surprise because he's been, you know, performing pretty well. He performed really well against Sheffield Wednesday. I thought he was um, quite good uh, against Ipswich and Coventry as well. So that was a bit of a surprise. Um, but generally, yeah, fairly consistent, fairly kind of normal team selection. Um yeah, not not nothing too much to argue apart from that. Uh, I suppose you could make the argument, well, Andy Vyman is the club captain, and uh, you need Matty James in there, don't you? Um, and you need you know some sort of you know experience in there in Manning's first game, particularly just just to get some sort of um, stability going. Um, but yeah, apart from that, not, nothing really. So too much of a surprise. Um, again, I don't don't remember don't remember much that happened in the first half at all. Um, it, no, it was just no, it was nothing. just poor. And QPR had one yeah, header, didn't they? They were the Lyndon Dykes, maybe. But that might did that go over the bar? Was that the second half? Might have been the second half. Um, I think QPR had one kind of half chance, which was over the bar. Um, and that was that was it. Um, and the second half came about, and as we mentioned, the last kind of 15 towards the end of the game in particular, we were you know really piling the pressure on. Um, oh no, actually, no, that's a lie. We were. We looked a little bit more threatening. Um, that's, we did not pile the pressure on. Uh, we looked a little bit more threatening and um, had a couple of shots um, and certainly looked a little bit more of a threat than QPR did. Um, QPR didn't have a shot throughout the game. Uh, sorry, for shot on target throughout the game. Uh, Bristol City had two. Um, so, you know, moral victory. Um, but, yeah, um, do you have anything to add on that? Because that was just appalling, the game. Yeah. Um, I think in that second half, yeah, like you said, we kind of grew into the game a bit more. Atmosphere started to build a bit, creating a couple more chances. I we played it down the right a few more times. Knight and Sykes there, crossing it in. I felt like we did quite well there at some parts with Knight and Sykes, and then they put in a good ball, but then no one was there. It was like kind of a cutback, and Cornick was either too far forward and... And we're kind of missing these chances. And then also when it came across and then Bell just couldn't get anything on it. Um Yeah, that was a that looked a, yeah. that looked like a fairly strong penalty shout um on the replays. Did what were your what was your initial thought on that whilst you were because it was right in front of the away end as well. So what were your Yeah, what was yeah, it was. I think it was just I don't know if this fender got a touch on the ball, but I don't know, it's questionable. But there's more on the um there's, there was a handball shout as well in that in that second half. I think we took the corner short. It it's kind of an awkward one because the player is falling over, and it's light, so it's questionable. Right? But yeah. he 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 just falls on it. It's not don't, that yeah. that would be very harsh. That would be a very harsh penalty. If 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 Zach Viner did that, uh, we'd all be fuming. And if they gave that a penalty, that that's just not it's not penalties. It's only because it's going. It would be given for Bristol City. It's, we'd argue it, but it's not a penalty. Um, he he doesn't know. He knows where the ball is, but he can't control him. Can he? Don't, he can't control himself. It's not like he's you know gaining an unfair advantage either. So it's not. I don't think it's a penalty. Um, yeah, but then we had yeah that Sam Bell Sam Bell one was a another shout. Uh, QPR had a bit of a half shout as well with um, Sinclair Armstrong on the other end. Yeah, um, I, I didn't, I think I didn't, this, I didn't see that one. So, Viner, Viner made a bit of an interesting challenge. Um, conveniently, Bristol City caught that out of the highlights, um, highlights show. So you know, uh, make of that what you will. Um, but yeah, that that was a strong challenge. Um, 
again, half and half and, you know, whatnot. Um, but, yeah, just I, I think if anyone won that game, that would have been a crime against football um, because no one no one deserved <laughs> to win that game. Should have just called, just should have just end end the game yeah, at half time and gone in. Like... No one, no one, <laughs> should, have no one should have won that game. QPR should have won that. A lot, a lot no, of time, but yeah, no, no, no one deserved it really. I mean, yeah, 50 50 possession. We had, I don't know, we had more XG by like 0. 0.0 something, as no one had even uh close to, to 0. 0.09, yeah. <laughs> and then we, um, well, yeah, we had two shots on target, but really just nothing going for it. Cornick did have a uh, a long throw near the end, so that got the fans a bit, <laughs> a bit rolled up. Um, but yeah, no, you know it's came. bad when you're getting excited over a long throw. That, yeah. is, that is peak Bristol City. You, you get excited over some um, millennial-looking hair flashback striker taking a long throw who should be in the box. Like that's that's peak Bristol City. It's like it's like it's literally like for Marajeju, but with long hair. Taking a taking a long throw. It's like oh, for Mara Jesus was something. He 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 was good. He scored some uh, at least one goal mm. for a long throw. Yeah, um, I remember. I I was at that cube. I've been to a, a this, that was my third away day there because um a few years back as well. I think it's the the game after header. Josh Brownhill header. left yeah. us, and it was that beautiful header, um yeah. like across the dipping back, header, wasn't it? Oh my god. Yeah. And Ebr- oh yeah, and Ebrechieze was still playing for QPR. Yeah. yeah but... Anyways, um, that that should tell you how bad the game was. Uh, we're talking about Eze and Famarajeju. Um, any final thoughts on the on the uh, whatever game that was? I mean, look, it. We'll get on to the fans soon, and like what yeah. Liam Manning as yeah, all that um stuff. But for our performance, it it really is just not good enough. The attacking threat is becoming a massive problem now. I mean, that's now three games in our last six, three goals in our last six games, still all from defenders, um, which is just not good. We just we just haven't scored enough goals. If you look at the the the, play, uh, the other teams around us in the table, they've just scored a lot more and it's just, it's just not good enough. We have to be creating more chances and, just scoring more goals because that's that's how you win games. The ball needs to get in the back of the net, and we're just we're just not doing that right now. Um, and when you're facing sides like QPR, they're twenty third. They haven't won in their last ten games. They've been on an awful run, and we've we've found this perfect run of games. Like Sheffield Wednesday last week, did you see Barry Bannon's um, red card got rescinded? So imagine yeah. that they got that um, decision right. I I don't think we would have won that game if they had eleven men. It probably could have been a draw. So. Um, you could say we got lucky there and then we only got one one nil in that one and then come to QPR and we could only pick up a point. So, yeah. And we still haven't won a back, back-to-back game since February. Um, so that, that that's still going on for a while. So, yeah, it's games where we should be winning. We didn't deserve it in that game, but going into that, you we, we have to be winning those and getting all three points. But we do have an international break now again. It's gone quite quickly, um, seems. Uh and yeah, we got a hard run of games coming. A hard run of games. So it's going to be a test. God, yeah, I just remembered. We've got Middlesbrough and Southampton, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Liam Manning's going to have some job on his hands here. Um, 
But talking about Liam Manning, we'll talk about the fans as well because some of our fans um, have decided to take the Twitter and social media uh, just to moan, and I'm going talking. I think I think some people just completely missed the context of the guys had three days in charge. He's worked on defensive work, not 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 even done anything going on possession or going forward. Um, injuries are still there just because Mehmet's just because Viner and uh, um, Tanner have come back doesn't mean all our injury problems are solved. We've still got Naki Wells out, we've still got Naismith not fully fit, we've got um, probably got others uh, Atkinson, McCrory, Ben Aroos, still got players out, um, Joe Williams as well. So we've still got players out, uh, so that's still an excuse in my opinion. Um, this is his first game. In charge. This is his first game in charge, of, and he's trying to get a team that was kind of rather pragmatic and a little bit apprehensive and a bit defensive into a team that's progressive, ball playing. And if you expect that change to show like that in three days' time when they've not done anything attacking wise in training, you boggle the mind. Like, what? What what are what are some of our fans thinking? Like it's just it's just ridiculous. Some 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 of the thinking behind um, opinions. I, yeah, no, I definitely do agree. You cannot blame a manager for any sort of result after he's only been here for a few days. But I'm a little bit. I, I probably would have done some attacking training. The fact that he's only done some defensive surprised me a little bit. But um, considering also our past five games before that were that were, did show quite a lack of like goals but yeah other than that you you can't really blame him yeah we do still have injuries like you said um i do think though the players that we have we have enough to have a starting lineup of players being comfortable in their position and like they are good first team probably be a couple changes with all players being fit but i like for the players wise not obviously not blaming manning i just think in these games we should be doing we should be doing better um conway didn't couldn't get anything the fact that we only started creating chances when when cornick um came on as well so yeah but um not only in mining though it's a bit you, you we can't get on the back of him already and be throwing the blame we have to we haven't get, to give him a bit of time now he's got two weeks which i think comes at comes at a good moment so he can settle in a bit um have a few more training sessions and Etc. Etc. So some of these some of these fans, by the way, who have given the same you know two and a half years for Pearson to kind of build and you know given him time, jumping on Manning's back straight away, going what? And they're kind of you know they're using the argument that John Lansdowne said they were a top six side. A A John Lansdowne didn't say we're a top six side. John Lansdowne said that we should be challenging for the top six. He said that we're a top ten side, which I, which I do think we are. Uh, and I'm not coming across as a John Lansdowne apologist. I'm furthest thing away from that. Um, but you've got to give Manning time. Um, no matter what you think of the owners, no matter what you think of Lansdowne's and Tinian and you know uh, Tom Rawcliffe and um, whoever's whoever's there, got to give Liam Manning time because this is not. This is not something that's going to just click overnight, and we're just not going to zoom up, zoom up the table um, in the next five six games. 
it's not going to happen. We're probably going to stay in around, you know, 12th, 14th, 10th region, um, possibly for the whole season. That's realist. That's real. Probably realism. Uh, that's probably what's going to happen. We need to back Manning because we can't just jump on. If we have a bad result against Middlesbrough at home next week, uh, sorry, in, in the next game, we can't all just go, you know, go get on his back because this that's, that's not going to help him. That's not going to help the players. It's just not going to help our, you know, chances of progressing under Liam Manning. I don't, I don't know what you think, but I just don't think that's, I don't think it's right. No, no, definitely. I mean, it's it's past now. We we know Pearson was sacked. It was a poor decision in many eyes. Um, I mean, we'll have to see if it's a poor decision. Let's see where what Manning does with us. Um, but no, we 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 just have to back him. I think the, the Lansdowns have shown that they've given time to managers. Relative, obviously, well, Pearson was like the longest serving manager before he got um, sacked in the championship at that time. Um, and obviously Lee Johnson was with us for a while. Um, so yeah, I I feel like Lanza, they'll give him time. Just us as fans, I think we just need to get out there. Hopefully, give him a good reception at Ashton Gate, and we just have to get behind him. It's not going to be like you said overnight. We're not going to click into it straight away, but it will take time to integrate his style of play. Um, but we just have to back him and see, see where it goes. Um, so yeah, um, hopefully, hopefully, yeah. I, I reckon I could see us still being in around the playoffs, like within that three to six point region of the top six. But yeah, it's still we we did predict it at the start of the season around like a a bit of a higher higher mid table finish. But yeah, some some fans just have to move on. That you know, Pearson's not going to come exactly. back. He's, he's he's gone. He's not going to he's not going to just magically return. He's um. He's, he's he's no longer Bristol City manager, whether you like it or not. We've got to now support Liam Manning. He's not going to benefit from us constantly comparing him to the previous man because the job criteria for Nigel Pearson is very different to the job criteria for Liam Manning. It was definitely, you know, stay up and rebuild and, you know, progress by increments for Pearson um, and then eventually push, but that didn't happen you know injuries and whatnot but um for manning it's definitely now push get try and get into the into the playoffs again whether you think that's realistic by set by the lansdowns whether you think that's right whether you think that's fair on manning you can all have your opinions but got back manning that's as simple as that if it's not going right in 12 13 games time and we've seemingly regressed from this position i'll happily sit here and go Maybe this isn't working. Maybe something has to change. But this is one game in. We're we're one game in. We've kept the clean sheet away from home. Um, we've got a point. We look very solid defensively. We've still got players to come back. We've got two weeks now on the training ground um, to hopefully work on, you know, possession and attacking football. And, you know, hopefully that slowly seeps into the players as well. But... There's gotta be pay there's gotta be a level of patience um with Manning and with the and with these sets of players because the players are learning as well. Um because you know they're they've been coached a certain way for two and a half years, so now they have to switch to a different way for um, for the new manager. Um so they're gonna have to have a bit of time as well. So 
generally you cannot judge just because we play QPR away, who are twenty third. You can't just judge. You can't just judge off that. God, give them time. Um, and again, no guarantee that Pearson would have gone on one away at QPR against Sheffield Wednesday as well. We weren't playing that well under Nigel towards the back of Nigel Pearson's reign. You know, again, injuries and whatnot. But still, who who knows? Um, I suppose that's kind of it um, on QPR and on Liam Manning because there's literally nothing to talk about. That was <laughs> you know shambolic game of all time. Um, Let's yeah. Yeah, so sometimes I wonder what, what watching Bristol City get taking those away days. I mean, last three games I've been to Ipswich, Cardiff, and well, yeah, now QPR can't even celebrate a single goal. Sometimes, sometimes it's difficult, but we we stick through it. Um, it's all about moving forward at the end of the day. So yeah, we like you said, we just we just have to give him time, and uh, that's all it's about. We have to back him, and hopefully we come out Ashton Gate and after these training sessions and we put in a good performance, but yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna improve. I, I hope. And I, I think Liam Manning could be the right guy, but it, time will tell at the end of the day. And and the decision has been made. So we, we can't, we can't do anything about it. We're going to have to, we have what's in front of us and that's yeah. Liam Manning. And yeah, since, uh, since the last podcast as well, we uh, signed also their lead analyst from Oxford as well, who uh, spent some time at Arsenal. Such- we are so on the wind up. We just love taking. We are. We we we. I'm honestly convinced we are not even looking at how good they are. We're just like, okay, Oxford affiliate. They're from Oxford. They're from Oxford. They must be all right. Um, nah, okay, that was a joke. We're probably seriously analysing them. Um, yeah, I think it's James Krause, um, ex Arsenal, ex Oxford. Um, the most important thing is pissed. The, th- the most important thing is he's um. Disappointment as a pissed Oxford fans off, which is just an added bonus. Um, uh, no, uh, yeah, uh, uh, he'll have to get his own people in. He said in his first conference press conference as well, didn't he? he that the conversations will happen in the coming in the coming weeks. So yeah, okay, I think we'll probably see a few more uh, possibly come in through the door. Whether there are ex Oxford, ex MK Dons, ex uh, Lom LSK, ex West Ham under twenty threes. You, you don't know you will we'll, we'll see um but yeah just final excuse me final messages i'd say is just get behind liam manning um patience is required these sets of players are not you know responsible for pearson being sacked um this liam manning is not responsible for pearson being sacked liam manning's just been just just come in to fit, do a job and hopefully he can do that job and that job is hopefully to take us to the premier league um, but yeah, look, it is what it is. But we just got, we just have to be patient with Liam Manning. We just have to be patient with these sets of players. Um, and hopefully they get, you know, get moving in the right direction eventually. But there are tough fixtures coming up, as Matisse said, um, including yeah. Middlesbrough and um, Southampton. That's really it from me. Um, do you have anything yeah. else, John? Final thoughts just on, on the championship as a whole. Yeah, we're, we're facing Borough in, in two weeks' time now. They just actually beat Leicester, so Leicester got a, had another loss to the tally. So <laughs> it's not looking like a good time to play them. Ipswich are now, I think they're level on points with them at the top. Yeah, they are. So it's close. Oh yeah, Ipswich. Can't wait again. for Twitter and Mark Ashton. If they get promoted and I see a Mark Ashton video, I'm just going to end it all. Like seriously, just going to consider. Like, I I, re- I reckon they, like they they. Not- they, they 
Yeah, I I reckon they they do throw. I, I feel like Leeds have um have a cutting edge. I reckon they'll catch up eventually. But um yeah, we're still in eleventh, which is where we were going into the game week and what, four points off playoffs. So yeah, it's just Yay. pretty bang average mid table. Lovely. Uh, not not very we not are... very interesting. We're just no, look, an average. Look, average. Look, we're above. Blackburn. Watford won five nil. Watford won five nil against Rotherham. Um, yeah. Apparently, Matt Taylor's been sacked. I don't know. Um, I, I I don't I don't know. It's been coming from the mail spot. Um, Mill won four nil as well. Did they? Oh yeah, they did. And again, Joe Edwards. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, we digress a little bit. Um, that is that is it. Um, I think I think the end of that podcast will tell you all you need to know about that QPR game. Um, as I said earlier, game, because if you want to call it a game, um, you can, but I wouldn't really. It was a, it's an insult to other games um, across the championship. Um, and talking of games, Chelsea have just equalised 3-3 against Man City. That's a game. Shit, um, no, you spoiled it. I'm, I'm, I've got it on the side here. I saw I saw Haaland. Haaland got it. You didn't tell me. You could have told me before that. You could have told me before that. Now, now I can focus attention. Also, another good... I, I went to... Um, West Ham Nottingham Forest today actually because my my mate's Did a West you? Ham fan and that was a three. Oh, that was three two in the end, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but the, that atmosphere oh, how was is actually like I know, I know ours was bad, but like West Ham's atmosphere is actually pretty horrendous. I can't like really. James quiet, Ward but, Prowse, how's he? He'll be, he'll be in the England oh, midfield in no time, amazing. I suppose. It is his set. Piece. Oh, hit Gallagher. Oh, it's a rebound. No way, Jackson's got. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> How's he done that? How did he score a hat trick last week as well? Oh my god, that was the most horrendous hat trick of all time. He just sat on the halfway line against nine men and just went, you know what? I'm just gonna get just run in behind each time. It was I mean, so fair bad. enough to the guy, but that's the, you yeah. can't call that a hat trick. He might that's, that's, he scored another tap in as well. Oh god, um, Chelsea looking yeah, all right. Now, all of a sudden. They, 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 they play better against top sides and their style of players, yeah. Is, is is getting fair. We're talking about these series. Like when I was watching West Ham earlier as well, just the way they Paqueta as well with some play and Ward Prowse's set pieces is just something else. Um, imagine imagine if Alice Mimetti turned into Lucas Paqueta. <laughs> just just like the technical oh, quality. Beg. Oh my. Anyways, um yeah. yeah. Bristol City podcast for you, everyone. Um talking about West Ham versus Nottingham Forest. Um great game, three two. I, I loved it. Um Thank you very much for watching. Um, <laughs> yeah. Last words from me. Um, I hope Gareth Southgate can pick well James Ward-Prowse in, in midfield because that's who we need um, this moment. Alex time. Scott. Alex uh, Scott. Alex Scott got injured actually again. Alex His Scott knee got. got he did the same same knee. Other, so, other yeah, knee. He's out. No, no, other knee. Oh, other other knee. Oh, other knee. I'm pretty sure. Um, Oh, fine. Bloke doesn't get injured for three years. Gets injured twice in <laughs> when he four. leaves us. So. <laughs> gets we'll, injured we'll, as we'll soon as that. he leaves us. We'll take that. Take the twenty-five million. Run. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Nigel Pearson masterclass is all I'm saying. Um, it's, it's Brilliant. All. Um, yeah, that's yeah. Gareth Southgate pick James Ward Prowse. Um, any parting words from you, uh, Matisse? No, yeah, it's been. Well, I would say a pleasure, but that that game was something. Yeah, it was not a pleasure. Didn't didn't really. Want it was to hell. Watch. It was not a pleasure to watch. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Subscribe, listen to us on yeah, follow us on all the Spotify, Apple, all that stuff. And yeah, we'll be back next week for a Middlesbrough preview and then maybe some Championship 
stuff as well, like our thoughts on the championship and performers and et cetera, et cetera. But yeah. See next if time. you do subscribe, just be warned. If Bristol City do have a nil-nil in the future and it's a horrible game, we will not talk about Bristol City because it's a complete waste of our time. Um, we will probably talk about the most entertaining game of the day. Um, and it's probably 3-3 three, three, uh, in the Chelsea-Man City game. At the moment. Um, that's probably the best. You know, that's probably what will happen. So if you're looking for a Bristol City chat and dissection after nil-nil, not um, but yes, thank you very much for listening to this Bristol City podcast. Uh, so thank you to our Bristol City listeners. Um, and, you know, just back, Manny. That's all I'm saying. Um, thank you very much for watching, listening. Um, keep safe. Thank you very much. Say bye, Matisse. Thank you. See you guys.